Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I have feeling girls have their own rosters. Well, that one you had to have sex with someone so the demon would come after you. I think no, no, no means no. It does until you says until it's just. I don't like where this is going. He's taking some real chances today. No, 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 no. Until it means yes. If Bobby Sloak wants to keep bragging about himself all the time, somebody's going to call him out for it. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. See, Ryan, Ryan Leaf is joining us now, and he's got the intro is Laverne and Shirley. So he's probably like, what kind of show is this? Not our choice, Ryan. It's not. Yeah, we, it's, we had nothing to do with that, Ryan. Ryan Leaf joining us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Ryan, welcome to the, back to the show. Uh, you've been here before, so we appreciate you joining us again here on the show. Ryan, we had you on, by the way, we were at 610, we had him on years ago. And when you had gone through everything, and I don't want to rehash everything, but this is when you were like, you know, everything was Ryan. Ryan Leaf was trying to figure out who he was, and 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 I've obviously watched your journey. A lot of us, you've been open about it. We watched your journey from afar, and uh, it's been incredible to see what's happened from that point when we had you back in like 2006, I think, or 2007, maybe it was. Yeah, around 2007, I think, and. All of a sudden, here you are. You're calling game. You 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 do the show with Solomon Wilcox. You're calling games on the radio. Like you're, man. You're all in. You're you're back into football. What does it feel like to be a media member now? Well, I mean, I, I I've been doing this for six years now, so it, it's kind of come to a you know a crescendo. You know, being able to call an NFL playoff game. I mean, are you kidding me? I, if you'd have told me I would be doing this ten years ago, I would have said you were crazy. So. But like anything, uh, it's, it's human evolution. It, we as human beings, behaviorally, um, we just, we evolve. And, and there's bumps along the way, and it's, it's about how you fail. Uh, as long as you keep getting back up and doing the, the things you love to do, and, you know, what happened yesterday doesn't have to define uh, your story moving forward. I think that's just, that's just human nature. My story was just, you know, just very, very public. So... I, I have uh, lived over the last, you know, 11 and a half so years of my recovery uh, just as loud. And I, I think that's the important piece. You know, when, when the destruction and the, and, the, and the chaos and the ridicule is very public, you make the recovery as public as possible so people know it's, there is a solution, there is a possibility. And the fact that I'm going to be on the sideline tomorrow for, for Texans, Ravens, to watch two of my favorite quarterbacks. Yeah in the NFL play against one another. I, I, I think I'm a pretty pretty blessed individual. Ryan Leaf with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Before we get into the Texans and the Ravens, I, I, I after the Heisman uh, Trophy announcement, they had the 30 for 30 on the 97 Heisman race. Uh, I don't know. Did, did you see it? I didn't watch it. They didn't ask, you know, none of, none of us participated, you know, so we were, we're, we're always kind of hesitant when, uh, yeah. when they don't ask anybody. Did they ask, or did you not want to, or did well, they not even I ask? I think they just did old footage. They just did it old footage as opposed to oh, interviews. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah they did our they did our title. They they reached out to to use my footage because I had a video camera with me the whole time. So I had all this great footage, and I was like, yeah. I'm not giving that to you. That's for my that's for my documentary, buddy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, how in the world? So, it always blows me away when I see these great. I'm a huge fan of docs, and when I see people, I just think, man, who had? I can't believe this person had the wherewithal to capture all this. You know, all this 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 video footage. Like, what made you capture all that back then? It couldn't have been you thinking about documentaries, could it? Or oh no, just, no. But but there, it was about documenting it. Like I, yeah. I mean, I was. I'm, a, I'm just this kid from Montana, right? That it, I'm, I'm about to go to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. There's never been a Washington State player ever invited to New York for the Heisman. But we went to the College Football Playoff Awards down in Orlando a couple nights before. My dad went with me, and so when my mom came to get uh, a suit, you know, I had to buy a couple suits for the event because I didn't own any, and uh, and uh, it was a big deal for my parents. It was a lot of money. You know, for them to to go put on some suits, and then to for my mom to look into the budget and say, okay, there's enough left there to buy a little uh, a video recorder. And I just it was a little handheld camcorder, and I just took it with me. I mean, you would not believe some of the footage that is on that of uh, all that those great players. You know, you got Charles Woodson and Randy Moss and Peyton Manning, but then throughout the is Jacquez Green, Amon Green, Ricky Williams. Uh, you know, the Peters brothers from, from Nebraska. Um, I mean, that, there were some great college football players during that time. And they were all kind of like heroes of mine. I'd watch them from afar still, though I was supposed to be a peer. And so I, I, I documented the whole thing and I got it all on video and, um, they had, they had heard and seen through their archives that I was always with a camera in my hand. So they reached out and I was like, no, that's, that's my stuff. That's, that's going to be for when we, when we release our documentary, because that's, I mean, that's ultimately some great stuff that we have um, some real, uh, you know, time down with Peyton and I, while we're just waiting in the back watching, you know, Randy and, and Charles. And, and that's, it, it's, it's a pretty good, pretty good memory of ours. That's for sure. The Ryan leaf documentary that I got to see that'll, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Ryan leaf is with us here. Going to be on a sideline for our Texans game. This is, I mean, We've been talking about it. Each position, the Ravens are incrementally better, just a little bit better than the Texans are at almost every position on the field. Let's start with quarterback. And what CJ has done in this one year is really incredible to be even in the same type of conversation as Lamar. The accolades have been flying for CJ. I, I would imagine you feel the same way about him this year. I do. Uh, I don't know if you guys had me on uh, before the draft, but but CJ was my number one guy. You know, he was he was the guy that should have, in my opinion, been the, the first overall quarterback taken. Uh, and really, really pleased that Houston and uh, D'Amico and that staff did not uh, and weren't swayed by the outside noise of some silly, arbitrary, you know, algorithm or or, or, or test uh, and. And uh, he's been special from the moment he stepped on the field. Just early on, that game against the Ravens, the fact they got really outplayed in the opener, but he did not turn it over through the air. And he just he showcased that he the moment wasn't too big for him. And then to start out 0-2, 
to still have the resolve to go into Jacksonville and take on the Steelers in weeks three and four and, and dominate. I, I, I think that's where it really stemmed and shifted. And then, and then the following week against the Falcons, he, he found out like, hey, you know, the road is going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy every week. You've got to fight. And so when he came back from the, uh, the head injury late in the year, I think he had a different mindset. You know, the, the win against the Titans and then the dominating uh, game uh, and essentially a, a, a wild card before the wild card versus the Colts on the road has been so impressive. So, yeah, I, I'm excited uh, to get a chance to, to say hi, shake his hand uh, before the game on, on, uh, on Saturday. Um, cause yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites. I love how he carries himself. I love what he likes to, uh, what he's done off the field in terms of, um, uh, you know, criminal justice reform. I, I, I just think he is, uh, is as exceptional a quarterback as you want to have. And Houston, you know, fell right into it, which I think is tremendous for this franchise after having had gone through all the stuff with Deshaun Watson. Let's, uh, let's get to the X's and O's uh, from a quarterback's perspective. You're uniquely suited to talk about this. One of the things that, and you know, and I, and I've been on your show, we, you know, talking about these, these prospects before the draft as well. And CJ, one of the things that I think has been incredible is the turnover total. And you referenced that for quarterbacks who I want you to talk about, uh, that first of all, how tough it is for rookies to go from really any college concept, but it was, it was made easier with the spread concept of Ohio state for him to come to, and I watched all the tape on him. He made a lot of mistakes on tape in terms of recognition of safeties, and there were certain throws where he just he didn't have great vision in terms of making throws that were good decision-making throws in a regular season at Ohio State in his last year. I don't see any of those issues on tape. I think he's been fabulous at knowing where to go at the football. So I, I want you to talk about that first and also – Bobby Slowick and the Shanahan concept of the levels concept and the passing concept, what that, what makes that so special for a quarterback? Well, levels uh, for a quarterback, I think, makes it uh, comfortable because if you're good at, at, at touch or if you're good at layering throws, it distances itself. It puts uh, – it really helps you define man and zone coverage easily because you've got guys crossing the field. And so you know immediately if people are following one another. If they're not, you know they're in zone. And when you layer it that way, it, it, it makes for incredibly easy processing. It does present a problem that if you're not accurate, if the ball floats on you or if you're a little low, there's a real chance you throw a lot of interceptions because, you know, the zone people are in their, in their, their proper positions. But if you can layer them, a la Brock Purdy, uh, C.J. Stroud, you're going to have a ton of success throwing the football. And we clearly have seen that this year. His ability to move within the pocket, I think also his ability to walk into that facility and almost feel like there was, I don't want to say it's a chip, because when you're the number two overall pick, you're going to have a chip in, on your shoulder. You, you know, you, you say you could have gone number one, which you probably should have, and that's not a big enough chip in my eyes. To, but your willingness to humble yourself when you walk into that facility and go, okay, I got to start over like what I brought to the table from Ohio state to the NFL. Yeah. Great. It got me here, but I have to get precipitously better and he's gone to work and him and um, Bobby Slowick have just, you know, bought into one another. If there's been anything that has been presented to CJ Stroud in terms of this can make you better. 
he's jumped at it. He hasn't balked at it and said, hey, I got that. I, I'm, come on, I'm the second pick in the NFL draft. I, I, I got this. No, he has constantly uh, reframed the conversation of like, this is not the end. This is merely the beginning of what I want to be a Hall of Fame championship caliber career. And so I need to do everything in my power to make sure I'm the best possible version of that player when I step on the field every week. How much is Lamar gripping this week with his one and three postseason record? Not at all. Not at all. I now don't get me wrong. If this game gets tight late in the third or fourth quarter, there may be some something creeping in. Uh, but I, I, you know, I called I called his game a few weeks ago, and I talked to Lamar. I don't know if he's having more fun. Like there is there is literally that pressure cooker that that exists and it has existed over the last two years because of the contract, because of the injuries. It just does not exist right now. They are about, they're playing about as free and as flowing as any team in the NFL. Now, like I said, if it gets late and it comes down to, you know, field goal that, you know, you can start to see some of that happen and some of that tighten up. Anybody can, but when you have the one in three record, uh, you know, the, the lack of success as the number one seed a few years ago, then that becomes a problem. But, you know, I, I just, I don't foresee this team struggling. Um, then again, I didn't anticipate Cleveland to come and get the barn doors blown off in Houston either. So you just, you never know. The divisional round is a bit different. Uh, it's a big spread. It's a high number. And that, that bothers me a little bit that people are so keen on the fact that, that the Ravens are that much better than this Houston Texans team. And they've proven uh, much differently, but I, I don't think Lamar Jackson for a second is feeling any pressure from the fact that he's one one in three as a uh, in in the playoffs as a starter. Well, nobody's been better than the Ravens in the second half, and but maybe the last six weeks of the season. I mean, they were destroying the forty nine. They just they they destroyed the Dolphins. They destroyed everybody in their path. But they haven't played really in three weeks. Is there anything? I mean, they took the week off. Uh, Lamar did. Then they had another week off, and now here they are, three weeks later, about to play. Any rust? Yeah, there, there there could be. There really could be. Um, you know, when you play 17 weeks of a regular season, there is something to be said about preparing your body each week, peaking at the right time, every Sunday, whenever you're playing, Monday, whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, there's something to be said for that. I do think, as a former player, the rust in your eyes is, is something that you can kick off pretty quickly, especially in practice. But you are so grateful for having essentially three weeks in your body. I mean, going into the playoffs, almost every team is banged up. You look at the injury report. I mean, the Ravens are in such a good position that Mark Andrews is going to go. Like, you you know, the Houston Texans may see a two tight end set a ton in this game where they haven't shown that all year long. And Isaiah likely has stepped up five touchdown catches alongside Mark Andrews, six. I mean, between those two, they have 11 touchdowns between them. So, I think they're feeling their oats a little bit. They're like, this is the best thing that could have happened to us. We sewed this thing up. We got a week off in week 18, and then we got the, the, the bye week. Our bodies are ready. Now, if their clocks aren't ready to roll, I don't think that's going to be a problem with how cold it's going to be uh, and, and the excitement uh, at M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, I think it's going to be live. I think they understand. They have not, they've only had one chance uh, before as the number one overall seed, and they got – uh, embarrassed by the Tennessee Titans, and uh, I, I know that I know that's you know 
right at the back of their brains there. They're not going to let that be the case. Uh, and and I think you you bring Mike McDonald to the mix, and that that's a that's just a that different animal good. altogether, right? You you have a defensive coordinator that just is in his bag right now, and understands, and he's got the athletes to go out and do it. It's a fascinating battle between. I remember Dean Peace. I had somebody from the Titan staff tell me the way that they beat Lamar Jackson was they pushed him outside the numbers, and they just said. Everything gets funneled outside. His running gets funneled outside. Not He's not running between the tackles on us. All the throws, we're going to funnel him to the outside because that's where his weakness is. And they really whipped him. This is, what, four years ago maybe. Um, and then I think that they've made, you know, Todd Munkin's made some changes to where they're keeping Lamar in a position to do what he likes to do best. This battle between McDonald versus CJ and D'Amico versus Lamar, what a fascinating matchup this is going to be because both guys can put an offense on their back. They do it in different ways. So it's going to be really intriguing to see how, you know, uh, how they attack C.J. Stroud with his ability to push the ball down the field and how, you know, frankly, do you handle like the old school Jimmy Johnson muddle rush against uh, Michael Vick? Do you handle Lamar in the same way? Yeah, I don't think there's an answer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't need it, really. Lamar. You, you can't win. No, even even when you win, even when you do the right thing, he still finds a way to 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 get out uh, to navigate to make a big play. He's 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 the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he will be the MVP, and everybody who's uh, who doesn't believe the future of the NFL playing quarterback is not Lamar Jackson. Uh, you're crazy. This guy for the next ten years, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't win. Uh, you know, three, four MVPs uh, over that time. And it's just a matter of whether or not, you know, John Harbaugh is able to keep things together there, which he's certainly been able to do. I mean, it's been forever since they were in the Super Bowl last time. And uh, so, yeah, this is, this is a, people should get used to what the AFC has to offer in terms of quarterback play. CJ Stroud's going to be there with the Houston Texans. You're going to have Joe Burrow. You're going to have Mahomes. You're going to have Allen. You're going to have Lamar Jackson, too, with Tungabailoa. You know, Justin Herbert hopefully becomes a big part of that conversation ultimately when they get a new head coach here. So the AFC is awesome, um, and, and C.J. Stroud is, is the up-and-comer, and this should be a, a fun experience uh, for the young quarterback uh, hitting the road, first divisional, first rookie year, uh, and we'll have a lot of fun watching it play out. Ryan Leaf going to be on the sideline for the big game. Great seats. Great seats right there. We appreciate you hanging with us, man. Thanks for uh, joining us and continued success. You bet, fellas. You have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks, you. Ryan. Ryan Leaf right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for you to toast a little tequila for the Texans win. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be, if they win, oh, I'm definitely hitting the tequila. Now, I'm not going to hit it hard. I mean, it's, well, it's Saturday. I want to, well, you know, I can't say I won't. We'll see. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. But my Shadow Bell is something that goes down smooth. It tastes great. Tequila is one of those, uh, when you run into a tequila connoisseur, they will tell you there's there's nothing that is as, is as complex as the tequila. People will talk about bourbons, but the, but the fact is, tequilas, if, you're no, if you know what you're tasting and if you have had a variety of different tequilas, you'll know that <clears throat> there's a lot of complexities that are in there, and that's why it's one of the favorite sipping drinks that a lot of, uh, a lot of people go to that's kind of under the radar. That's great for margaritas. I'm not saying it's not, and their silver is great for that. Their smoke silver is fantastic. But, you know, the Reposada, the Añejo, the Añejo Extra, the Cristalino, all of these are designed 
for you to use in a cocktail if you like or just to enjoy as a sipping tequila. Maestro Nobel, wherever fine liquors are sold, 11 generations of tequila makers in tequila, Mexico. They can't be wrong. And you'll find out when you buy your first bottle of Maestro Nobel. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude, totally. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Lance just left. He just decided that was he was going to be done with the show at 924. Let's give away at exactly 930. Let's give away another spot. Okay. at We're going to be watching a big game February 11th at Warehouse Live Midtown and want you to be there. And, you know, there's it'll hold, it holds over a 1,000 people. But the screen is gigantic, and it's a beautiful picture. I've watched the, we watched the big game there last year, as a matter of fact, and it was awesome. And we've got VIP tables at 930 exactly. Call number four is going to get one of those VIP tables. If you're not going to come, don't, don't, don't get it. Don't call. But if you want to come, there's going to be, we're going to have a giant party. There's a band there before, a 70s and 80s cover band. That's going to be great from 3 to 5. So it's going to be a big day. And that's simply going to be a football team in Houston's watch party as they try to win the big game. But yeah. if you want to hear the post-game show for their next game against the team from the Baltimore area, tune in to ESPN 975 for the the NFL team. Can I say NFL? The football team post-game show featuring a team from Houston versus a team from Baltimore. Win or lose, tune in to ESPN 97.5. Michael Connor, Josh Beard, Paul Gallant will be your place for an instant reaction to the NFL, once again, the pro football team in Houston's post-game show. Josh Beard, Michael Connor, Paul Gallant, immediately after the game ends here on ESPN 97.5. Um, yeah, um, we always say, yeah, the Super Bowl. Oh, I can't say Super Bowl. Right, can't say it. can't say NFL team. Okay, but then it's the pro football. T- but yet we say it. But I'm saying pro. Right, football. I know, I know. But yeah. when I'm promoting, when what's the rule? When you're promoting something, you can't, or is it when money's involved? What's the rule? What the NFL's issue? You, you just can't use their brand when you're promoting your when you're. We're not the official home of the Texans, so we can't. Say right, Texans you can't promote. Game. You can't tie anything to it unless you want to pay them. So we a pro football. Are you talking about for the game. big game? No, pro football team's post game show here on ESPN. Oh yeah, the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah, the whole nine yards. You gotta you gotta pay to play, Dale. You gotta pay to play. We don't mess around at the NFL. So I'm struggling because the liner has all this official all the official names. So I'm dancing around the liner. You gotta dance around it. I just look. Houston plays Baltimore. No one's saying the name of the teams. Houston's going to play Baltimore in a football game. It's going to go off on Saturday, and we're going to do a radio show talking about a game between Houston and Baltimore. That's right. Immediately after the game, win or lose. Immediately. So I'm looking at the best moves, the 25 best moves teams made in 2023 in the entire league. Texans draft C.J. Stroud, best move in the NFL. Number two. Texans hired D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. One and two? One and two. Yeah. Number three, Blake nope. Cashman. B- 
Bears trade first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get see they didn't well, get they Bryce. Bryce couldn't play in that weather. Right. They didn't get Bryce and they got Caleb Williams this year. Excuse me. And they're getting uh sounds like they're getting what Cliff is, Kingsbury. Excuse me. That yes, was, yes. That was my question. They didn't learn their lessons for the Cardinals bringing on Cliff Kingsbury because you're going to draft the quarterback he's, well, he's closely associated OC. with. I know. That didn't go great. That didn't and go guess well. who my comp is for Caleb Williams? You called him normal-sized Kyler Murray. I didn't call him normal-sized. <laughs> I just said his comp was Kyler Murray. John called him giant Kyler Murray. No, no you called I him called giant, him giant. Called him giant. I called him And then John size. said he's just a normal-sized person. Normal-sized Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's what, yeah. You, yeah. You said. I mean, I think he's Kyler Murray that's bigger. I didn't say normal size Kyler but Murray. But he doesn't have Kyler's all shiftiness and stuff. Oh, he does. He does. Well, he, Not he, exact. I mean, Kyler no, is Kyler the biggest is, water yeah. bug that's ever existed. Yeah. Caleb Williams gets away with a lot. Like, he gets around. Now, a lot of it he just does. And I'm like, why are you just throw that pass? What are we doing here? There's a guy wide open on a crossing route. It's third and eight. You got a crossing route. He can catch it and run for a first down. Why are you waiting until five seconds? That it's like, oh my god! Does he make quick thought, decisions? No, no. not really. <clears throat> I, I I was alarmed at what I saw from Caleb Williams and Drake May yesterday. I'd have finished those two guys for Daniel Jeremiah's first mock draft, and I was alarmed at at Caleb Williams. And this is two years. I went back to last year and thought, okay, this is going to be amazing. And so what I did was I look at deep ball throws and I look at intermediate throws. So the first two things I want to see, I want to see deep ball touch and the intermediate throw is the pro throw. This is what this is what C.J. Stroud does really well, right? The intermediate throw, the throw from 10 to 20 yards. That's where that's where you make your money in the NFL. That's where you beat teams that are, that are trying to beat you with intermediate throws. And I was like, man, this isn't great for either one of these guys. And their numbers aren't good when they're under pressure. Uh, well, Drake Mays is, is not good. Michael Penix is, is the worst under pressure. But it was just like, it wasn't as good as I thought. And neither one of them, I talked to a, an NFL uh, pro personnel guy who thinks that the processing for Drake May is really scary. He thinks it's really slow. Right. He's really worried. He said, J.J. McCarthy is elite as a processor. I'm like, well, walk me through this, what you're looking at, because I don't see anything elite about J.J. McCarthy. And he started talking about high-low concepts and, the ability to climb the pocket and still go through progressions. And he was taking me through all this stuff. And I thought it was interesting. He called JJ McCarthy elite. Cause I think there's going to be some NFL people who love JJ McCarthy. I just think the lay person can't see it. Like I can't see it. I can't get excited. And you guys have watched college football. Was there any time you started seeing, man, this JJ McCarthy looks special. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did. I'm sure Tom I'm Brady not. didn't look special in college. Did I, you get excited like, about him? No, no, you like him? I think I like him. Okay. I do. I, do. I, I think he's athletic. He I is. Mean, the, the arm's good. It's not great. It's no. good. There's nothing that's wow. Maybe no. that's – maybe the, and I think the people who like J.J. McCarthy, they like the fact that he can run a team, that he can run – that he's got some – he's got some attitude to him, and he can run – he can manage a game, not in a bad way, but he can run an offense. Yep. He plays a plural-style offense. Let's also – Let's also be honest that the Michigan offense is not made and designed for a quarterback to shine statistically. Yeah. Yes. That's true. When you yeah. watch him play, I don't. it's no, through no fault of his own, but you're like, when got, when the, the opposing defense is always on their front foot trying to attack the run game and, and you, you feast on play action and, and throwing the ball to tight ends because they're going to get behind guys because they're fo- fo- focusing on a quorum and Edwards, you're like, 
what what's him and what's that system and what's that offensive line? Uh, I mean, is he a first round rounder, Lance? Uh, I, uh, listen, early so JJ, he will be. I gave him a second round grade. Yeah, I mean, which is uh, six and one half. That what's the yeah. difference? Where he get? Where I mean, he I gave where he goes. Levis a two three. He, I gave be, he'll Peter be better Charles off if he's a late first rounder than an early second rounder. Oh yeah, he's gonna be much. No, better he off. could end up going to a team that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I was shocked that he didn't that he didn't run early in that game against Washington. I was like, what are, what are you doing? Get, run the ball, and, and then he, he started running. And it was a big difference. Uh, the, it, he was a, it was a huge it's difference. another weird thing about Caleb Williams. He, I give him a lot of credit because when he voids the pocket, he keeps his eyes open. Like, he's not taking off. Bryce Young did a lot of this. And they're trying to prove, I can beat you yeah. outside of the pocket with my arm. I'm going to keep looking to make plays. And that can be really a positive thing. But Caleb Williams is leaving tons of yardage on the... And I'm like, dude, run and get the first down. Why are you taking a hard throw on third and seven instead of running for 11 yards and getting a first down? Like, don't make this too complicated. Use your legs more and run. <laughs> this idea that that quarterbacks need to show that they the they want to prove Stewart. that they can. Yeah, I mean, that's way over, guys. The, yeah. the only thing you want to do if you're Lamar Jackson is dial it back some so you don't get injured because you're too valuable. But you still in the playoffs. If I'm Lamar Jackson and hey. Full run, full on running. Lamar Jackson should be available against the Texans because if that's what's going to beat the Texans, oh my God. then that's what you would and do. You know what? That's the problem is that he's going to say, "I don't care yeah, what I have right, to do." This postseason now. That's the postseason. I got to do whatever it takes, even, yeah. even if it's running. You got to do what it's, whatever it takes to make some money. How about this? Home Bank has got this offer for you: a CD from Home Bank, an annual percentage yield of five point one five percent on a seven month CD. You got to you got to put in at least twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, minimum balance twenty five hundred dollars. You want a longer term? Home Bank has a four point seven five percent APY on a fourteen month CD. If you can tie your money up for fourteen months and get back four point seven five or seven months and get five point one five percent, do it. Okay. If you, if, you know, and, and if you got more than 2500 do that too because this is a great rate. Your money's making money for you as opposed to just sitting there. You need Home Bank to help you out with all of your personal and business uh, banking solutions, nearly any need. You see that they got competitive rates. They got local bankers with local knowledge. River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. Stop by any home bank location or visit home24bank.com. Home Bank is good for business. It's good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. <laughs> ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Insert random audio clip. Now, Mr. Campbell, send out a member. The member is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has done the member. Members adopt it. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, 713-780-3776 is the number. If you'd like to get in here uh, on the show, you're more than welcome to do that. Okay, this is the last day. We did pump it up. Is there anything we missed this week? Anything we got? We got Bill O'Brien in here. Great pickup for Ohio State. Okay, so Bill O'Brien. Let's let's run down everything. Okay. Bill O'Brien is the new offense coordinator for Ohio State. This right. is fantastic. Okay. If he finds a way to screw up Ohio State, I don't think he can ever coach again. Okay. Because you would have burned your bridges in the SEC. 
You, the Big Ten are Penn State already didn't like him. I think he'll he'll coach again. This is the this is the biggest of stages. He's been on the biggest of stages. He could get a job. What so. if he swings on Ryan Day? Well, he's not going to swing on Ryan Day. Well, he did on Brock Osweiler. Did you, okay? Uh, what else? Okay, we have. Uh, 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 well, I mean, we have the playoffs. We haven't talked about any of the other games. Maybe we'll give predictions on those games here in just a second. You have nothing with Cougars. Nothing. Oh, oh the Cougs. Oh, Huh. Well, yeah, Coogs won. Josh Hader? Yeah. We have not gotten back into that. Why don't you tell people about Josh Hader? Josh Hader is on the radar. Even the Chronicle had a big story about it, that, that the Astros are allegedly in on Josh Hader, over $100 million possibility over five years. I don't think he'll get that. I don't think he'll get that either. I think he'll get it. And there's a reason period. he's still on the market, because he's really, really good. He's asking for too much. But... Uh man, if the Astros get Josh Hader to go along with Presley and Abreu, that solves all your bullpen problems. Now you got a lefty and a righty that could possibly close, depending on what's coming up in their lineup. Nobody has that kind of an ability. Nobody has that kind of firepower at the end of their bullpen. I mean, that's that would be fantastic to get him. So we'll see. Neris, Hector Neris is in negotiations, I guess, with the Yankees, and he's looking for $50 million. We'll see if that comes around. Did, we didn't do this story. Did you see that the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders say that the Packers disrespected them? Huh. Yeah. Apparently, is this news of the weird or just good stuff that you need to know? No, this is something. I have never experienced such disrespect from the other team's players to the cheerleaders in my five years as an NFL cheerleader, Darian Lassiter says in a now viral video. We would be minding our own business, and the Packers would score a touchdown, and they would come up to us standing on the sidelines, minding our own business, and start yelling at us. <laughs> I was in almost in tears. I literally it was on the verge of tears, she wrote. Did they say, get your ho ass off the sidelines? They did, I don't know like, that what did ho they ass say? ever came Why up. would you scream at cheerleaders and tell well, like, how what would they about say? That the Packers were... We're, we're yelling at the Cowboys cheerleaders, even. Even the Cowboys cheerleaders were meant to feel bad. Oh, I mean, all the people in the stands felt bad. Dak felt Not bad. Not all of them. There were a lot of Packers fans there. Well, Dak felt bad. All but the Cowboys Dak, fans yeah. felt bad. Mike uh, McCarthy felt bad. There were probably some viral videos where Cowboy fans already had their TV set up that they were going to punch so they yeah. could see if they could go viral. Skip Bayless got so mad he threw his clothes in the trash. Did so, you see that? I'm trying to figure something out. He does that out. after like every, every loss. loss yeah. <sighs> so NFL players saw attractive women on the sidelines and decided just because they were wearing cowboy stuff, they're going to be disrespectful to them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't don't salt your game. You never know. Well, I, I, if they did it, I think it's it's poor planning. Because you never know what that what you might want to slide into those DMs later. Now you're the jerk who was yelling at her. That that's all right. I mean, that's how Wendy and I met, and we you got married. You yelled at Wendy on the sideline of a game? No, not on the sideline of a game. On the sideline of a, a news broadcast. You yelled at Wendy? Yeah. About what? Yeah. She screwed up the prompter when I was doing the sportscast. You told me this before. That's right. And I started yelling. Who the? So can't she even was run up. Prompter. So you were Bill O'Reilly or Mark Bur- or uh, Chris Berman way back then? Yeah. Both of them. Well, we're doing it live! Uh, Did you hit her with that? I didn't do that, but but she screwed up my whole sports and cast. Is- and I was like, what the f- can't even run a prompter back there! Man, let's and fast Wendy forward. Came, turn around the corner came Wendy. Sorry. And I was like, oh, I'm going to marry you. And I did. I don't think you said marry. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going to do something. I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. What a romantic. As soon as I saw her. Oh, that's romantic. It was What romantic. a beautiful story. That's a what meet, I said. What, look at that meet cute. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I said. Cute. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna you. marry that girl. I hate that. So do term, I. But cute. I I want to throw it in because I've I'm never used it before. Marry that girl. Yeah. I really don't think that's the verb, but that's just. <laughs> I I don't I either. Swear on everything. That is not the verb that I am guessing it actually was. That was the verb. Survey says. <laughs> oh, third. That's third on not the list. Not even a chance. That's third. No. Let's go see if the Olaleya family can steal. Well, well, Steve, can I say this word on TV? <laughs> no, no, and no. It was Mary. I could, you as soon can as I say saw her, anything you want. I'd never seen her before. She came out for me. Mary. Out. Mary oh, at like first sight. It was third. It was third ding, on the ding, fam- ding, ding, Mary. Family feud. 55 Be- points. No, no Mary. Oh, no look at this. 21. 21. No point. Mary. He'd get an X. All if right. they know John. Top answer on the board. An X. We surveyed 100 people. What did John say when he first saw Winnie when she came around the corner? Mary. Mary. <laughs> Survey. Uh, your answer. Uh, Mary. Mary, Steve. Survey, Survey says. says. <laughs> Zero people out of 100 surveyed think John's thought or said, said that. Mary. We're sorry. There's only two answers on this one, and one of them has 94. Because <laughs> I'm guessing she looked just like Wendy now, only younger. Love. <laughs> I'm going to love her. <laughs> Bing. Oh, that's number two, John. Congratulations. No. It's got it's, it's got, got six. Stop it. It gets an X, another X. It's got six. Oh, you think that's another X? Love. No, that gets an X, too. <laughs> love. That was the answer. And y'all were wrong. All the everyone surveyed was wrong. Okay, that's what it was. I'm gonna love this girl. I'm gonna love her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love marry her. her. Adore. Actually, marry. What about adore? Adore. Marry. Yep. Love. Right. And so then we fast forward all these years, and now you wouldn't dare yell at Wendy. You get cut off. Oh no. Your yeah. financial. No. Well, it's not even My financially. Fi- you have to. She's not giving you any money. She no. doesn't. She no. doesn't bankroll you, does she? No, she doesn't. Then why do you listen to her? I don't. She doesn't tell me what to do. Then why do you listen to her? I don't. I, what do you mean listen to her? <laughs> She's my wife. Why does she tell you what to because do? Because she doesn't tell me what to you do. You act scared all the time. No, why, she never Del, tells me what like, to do. you feel like Adele's on the phone, maybe with Wendy? Um, <laughs> possibly. Now, I feel like sometimes you're... It was you're, Mary. The word the was word Mary. Was Mar- okay, yeah, the word was Mary. But I feel like you, you're kind of running scared with Wendy. If she's not bankrolling you, it'd be one thing. You call yourself a kept well, man. She she bankrolls the house, the whole house, okay? That's what she well, does. Well, no, buying furniture isn't bankrolling the house. <laughs> well, kind of. I don't have to. I don't have to buy the no, furniture. you don't have to, but you have other bills you have to. Yeah, yeah, you was there when you split your bank account. Yeah. What you a sad day you, for you. You don't have to because she doesn't trust your taste. That's why she buys yeah. it. She well, gets right. her stuff. Yeah. yeah, but she scratches the checks. Well, it's her, she, that's, all, that's her that's couch. All, that's right. It's out of her Might account. as well. Buy it. That's all right. I, don't I feel like John it. keeps. I feel like John doesn't yell at Wendy now. No, I don't. No yell chance. At we don't yell but at each other. But you did back then. We don't yell at each other. She except she to... did kind of yell at me about the heat that it was freezing. You made a mistake. Yeah, you made a mistake, <laughs> and you didn't get a fix. It doesn't get that cold. 
It's all right. I was like, I leave in the morning. I got my jacket on. And she's like, I got to get ready for work. And it's freezing in here. It's nothing oh. like the old Why shower. Why you get, get a out fixed, hot yeah. shower into a cold room? Well, the best feeling in the world. Right. Air team's coming over Monday. Air team. Okay. Air, yay, yay, air team. All right, we got to break it. With news of the weird coming your way, as if that wasn't weird enough. Coming your way next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm talking about Chastain Ford right now. I'm talking about the best place to buy your car, period. You're going to join the Chastain family. That's one of the things when I first started this, they said, we want you to talk about being in the Chastain family. And I'm in the Chastain family. And I'm not just in the Chastain family because I do their commercials. I'm in the Chastain family because I buy my cars from them. I bought a couple of cars from them, and that's where I'm going to go from now on. I loved the car buying experience. You will love the car buying experience as well because it's the best car buying experience you're going to find in the city of Houston. Ask businesses where they buy their cars, their their Fords. They get it at Chastain Ford. Why do businesses do that? Because the bottom line? Yes, because they want the best deal that they can possibly get on that vehicle. They want it customized exactly how they want it customized. And they also want the best service they can get. So this is what's happening on the business side. Why isn't it? Of course, it's happening on the uh, on the personal side as well. It's it's happening every single day. When you buy on the retail side, you buy your vehicle from Chastain Ford, that's what you're going to get as well. So if you're looking for the best car buying experience that you're going to find in the city of Houston, I love these people. Love what they do, and they're going to do it for you too. ChastainFord.com, 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. We just by the juice of Sapu, the thoughts acquire speed, the lips acquire stains, the stains become a warning. It is by will alone I set my mind in motion. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. 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 John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. So, you going to Vegas anytime soon? Do not step. Do not stop on the Las Vegas Strip pedestrian bridge and take a picture. You could risk jail time. They face up to six months in jail or a $1,000 fine for taking a picture on the bridge. What the hell? Okay. what is what, what? I mean, it's a pedestrian flow zone ordinance. I mean, what is, who's in charge of this? Is this the East German side of Las Vegas? What the hell are we doing? Got to keep the me- people moving, John. I know it's a tourist attraction, the entire city, so pictures are kind of what you expect. But, hey, stop the flow of pedestrian traffic. Go to jail. Go to Re- jail. I think it's reasonable. I mean, right from taking a picture to jail? Wow. I feel like it's reasonable. A little harsh. Pope Francis says that sexual pleasure is a gift from God. Shout out to the Pope. Yeah, but just my question is how would he know? I don't think I wanted to have an answer. Well, what was he always a priest? When did he become yeah. a priest? He probably would have. Oh known. no no no! I think he was late to the priesthood. Yeah, right? he was late to. So the... he knows. Yeah, and, he knows. It also suggests that. Yeah, I don't know that. What if he was late to the priesthood? Yeah, I believe he. I don't think he was a priest from like twenty. No, I think he was late to the uh, priesthood. So he would know. So he might know, but then that would be a sin. Okay. Well, was he? He wasn't ever married, was he? I. I don't know that. I don't know that much about that. this pope, if you want to know the truth. I don't know his Is personal. he the most progressive pope? Yeah. Uh, an Italian province is turning to DNA tests to tackle the scourge of dog poop on the streets. Ooh, man. Do you want, if you leave dog poop, do you think it should be DNA test tested? Um, 
I mean, I think we're taking this a little too far. I mean, you really want to find it. I can tell you this. Nothing makes me more pissed off. Somebody was letting their dog, and it was clearly a big dog, crap in my yard. And there's nothing that feels worse than when you've been violated by a big pile of dog mess on your yard. And you're like, I I know somebody. It's an invasion of my dog's privacy, I think, to take DNA testing of it. It's also an invasion of my yard to dump on my yard. Is there a worse job? Then testing, DNA testing dog poo. Well, people DNA, they test human poo all the time. Too. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a bad job, too. I, I don't think it's a good I know. Well, you just, like, get a little, no, yeah. and then you put it in the thing, and then you no. let the computer do it. I ain't going to go poop, 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 a little poop, scoop poop. with a little, a little if, f- a spoon. Oh, if they paid you $165,000? Yes, I'm not doing that. That's a crappy job. Sign me up. You didn't have to. I got time in the evening before. You didn't have to do that. It is a Gallagher. job. He uh, by the way, mean that one. the Pope became a priest when he was 33. Wow. You want to talk about meteoric rise? So he probably... 33 and he's the Pope? He's like he, the no, Bobby sorry, he became a priest. Popes. He became a priest when he was 33. That's what I'm saying. And at 33, and then he's the Pope when he's 60-something? 76. That's yeah. a meteoric rise, is, brother. It's 40 it? years in the making, but it does feel Bobby Slowicky for popes so he's pope bobby slowick so he no, i'm just saying that's fast and pope I mean, like, only 40 years under his belt and he was that's, pope? that's oh my gosh so all i'm saying is he very well could have known the pleasures yeah, i would think so i'm not gonna at 30 there's something a chance my before, wife is driving at, i'm not talking about this at, you just talked about scooping up poop yeah my wife doesn't that's care better. if i talk about that yeah no that's better you talk about scared of wives yeah. Oh, we scared. knew. We I know just that. Know which, oh, no, we, we do I'll know yell that. and she'll yell at me and all that stuff, but we've we've had it going pretty good lately. It's been a good week, so I'm not messing around this time. I'm not screwing this up. Speaking of crap, a passenger got trapped in an airplane bathroom for the entire flight on SpiceJet. A one-hour, 45-minute 40, flight from Mumbai to Bengaluru. SpiceJet. And all they said was... I don't want to be on anything that's SpiceJet. Yeah. Uh, Spice. Spice travel is posh, services. Is posh? Is she? Spice Jet? There used to be like, yeah, like Spice, I think, was also the name of a of an erotic TV network or whatever. Oh, you think? Way like back you don't in the know. day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. It's, it's easy to figure that oh, out. Oh, I think it might have been. Like, you know. I don't know for sure. You, you, used to, you were staring at Scrabble Spice for <laughs> yes. years. Back in the day, that's how we watched I know stuff. how to do it. Scrabble. Eddie Rodriguez showed Ooh, I us. I thought I saw something. No, Eddie Rodriguez showed me in, in, in uh, actually in study hall how to take an envelope. This is a true story. How to take an envelope and you folded it a certain way. You put it inside the the because it used to be the cable box, boxes. Yeah. You put it inside the top and then it and it would go like that and you pull it down and it would trip a wire and it would come in. And it was the greatest. It was it's one of the greatest hacks that I've ever experienced in my entire life. It's unbelievable. I mean, as 16-year-old me found out how to do that, forget about this it. This man won't talk. That was before we had re- the good remote he, control. He so. can't bear to discuss the Pope before he yeah. was a priest now, having oh, yeah. sex, but now he wants to talk about his exploits, tripping wires to watch well, porn. To watch spice, porn. The Spice Travel Services no, 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 no. is how that came up. All right, we're done. Who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Texans. Texans. Sure, why not? Okay, I got Texans 42-6. to six. You got laughing from the bullpen. <laughs> Who was well, laughing? I got four. I got four. Eagles, Paul. Okay, when they kick their ass, then I'm gonna then, then y'all are gonna go. Oh, oh. you were right. If Joe. they kick their ass, I'll be John, so happy and so sad at John, the same that's time. A, John, that's a that's a score prediction that says attack me. 
Yeah, that's right. You must be wearing your attack not, me shirt. I'm not wearing any attack me clothes. What do you got, Dell? Smart guy. I would like the Texas to win. Texas to win close so you don't get to t- pat yourself on the back and it helps the show. But I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about this game. But I would like them to win. Uh, yeah, I would like them to win, too. Like I'm going to go Ravens 28 And I want them to win 42-6. to six. We're done. Listen, let's talk about hoops right now. We, we, we're not talking about hoops enough. We've got to talk about the goal. We've got to talk about your kids at being outside and, pra- and, and playing. Even in this cold, they're going to be out there because they can hang on the, they can hang on the rim outside. They love that, Dad. They, and the rim won't break. No matter how cold it gets, the rim is not going to break. It's an unbreakable rim. The stanchion is unrustable. The tempered glass backboard is perfect. Everything about this goal is the best, the best, best, best. If you're looking for the best goal in the market, period, the kids want to raise and lower it, and now it's just a and and it goes up, goes down. It's perfect. You don't have to crank it anymore. Back in my day, we used to have to crank it, the, the pro dunk. Now, no. All we do is it's so good. You're looking for the best way to get a goal. You're going to look for the best goal in the market, period. You're looking for that curb appeal. You're looking for the kids to want to play. ProDunk.com. That's ProDunk.com. ESPN 97.5. God listens to us, too. Bye, bitch.